What is up, guys? Happy Saturday. Matt here. <laughs> I can't leave this project project alone. Uh, I think I'm going to read. I got a sample online from my retail book that's on Kindle. You can download it on Kindle. Uh, from my world of retail, retail stories, and living situations. <laughs> and uh, I can read about Party City when I work there. So I'm going to read that because it just seems interesting so i'm gonna read like the the intro that i wrote and then uh the party city documentation that i you know took part in while i worked there so this will be interesting but i just feel like it's cool to like read from these books on on this podcast because like you know you can see if you would want to check this out because i'm giving you something to to listen to you know so it's like that's cool so it's like it's a way to have your other stuff getting get checked out, you know, because like I, I did Drifter Diaries. And to be honest, like I'm getting smarter. I'm doing this from like the typed version now instead of the notebook. But it's still cool to like read from the notebook and even like the side notes and stuff. It's interesting when you're like writing something out by hand in a notebook, you know, which in this day and age seems so old school because like people use like iPads and shit to like write out their ideas, which I get or iPods or phones or whatever computers you know but I still really like like uh writing by hand yeah so it's all good but so yeah let's check this out so this is this is the world of retail retail stories and on li- life situations the world of retail is a very unique one on the basis of it being part of the working world each day through, though the same tasks performed It is a different type of adventure ranging from the questions asked by the customers to the registers just deciding to go down a malfunction while trying to ring someone up. Will there be a shortage of bags or the count on the drawer is off? How about the bathrooms? Or if if they send the wrong products that don't sell versus the right ones that do? Thus are all. Thus, we are always out of. On the positive side, when you help a customer with exactly what they need, and they are so happy in this circumstance when they have exactly what they need. It's a lot of time on your feet, running around like a chicken with your head cut off for a small slice of the American dream. It's strange hours and even time by yourself to make sure basically everything runs smooth. Or it's a team of random life people put together to run as this smooth running machine cashiers managers floor employees stock employees all going on while customers in the store shopping trying to get a deal on something customers putting things in the wrong places kids going crazy in the store etc so at any rate i wanted to write this short book for a while now i feel that due to the fact that there are so many people in the entire world that work in retail that these stores could be easily rated to a mass amount of people who work in this industry. My plan with this short story book is to create a great picture of different retail experiences as crystal clear as possible, representing some of the crazy things that happen on a daily basis. I'm going to write out 10 to 15 stories from my job experiences. I have over 40 some jobs now in my lifetime already. Many of them obviously retail jobs. I think I have 30 jobs, not 40. I think that's not true. Uh, (laughs) I will tell these stories about different places I've worked. I really think this will be a fun thing to write about. I have many, I have, I may have to bring my notebook to work to take some notes along the way, but most of these stories are already in my head 
and just have to come out on paper. So I hope you enjoy and can relate to these stories as retail is a world of its own. Okay, so that's kind of just like an intro. And then uh, here's Party City. So Party City, hashtag Party City. (laughs) That's how I titled it. I've worked for Party City for over a year now. It has been one of the craziest jobs I've ever worked, and I've had some some strange jobs. It's crazy for a few reasons. First off, we are way too understaffed when it's busy and way overstaffed when it's slow. It always makes the job a bit harder and more complex for the workers who are there. The customers, of course, are aware of all this going on, and it's honestly just this classic unnecessary daily frustration that we don't need on top of daily life stress. The store is in high demand because it's a discount party store in times where not everyone has a lot of extra spending money. So it makes it this intense shopping experience because we have this stuff for decent prices. Ringing the registers is probably one of the craziest parts of the job. You have to ring up all these things separately by quantity. You have to count individual pieces of candy. People bring up and make these really interesting balloon arrangements. The phone goes off while there's a line of people by the registers not lined up properly and it's logically hard to know who's even to help next sometimes. That's true. Sometimes a bag or helium shortage. We have to turn customers away because there's a helium shortage going on in the world in 2019. People have price discrepancies all the time. Some items the sales floor aren't some items on the sales floor aren't even priced right. So how is a customer on a budget supposed to even know no prices without prices? Party City is one of these jobs where there's just too much responsibility. It's honestly a lot. It doesn't help that there are so many balloon choices to make it hard to decide which makes our job more complicated, LOL. It's a unique experience of a store because it's a party store that has some necessities, but not exactly grocery store necessity. Just giving examples of how it's just interesting and crazy that this place actually makes good money daily, but people love parties, so it will remain for a long time. The craziest thing I was going through was putting in my two weeks, and they said I had to wait until after Halloween because they... No, they never will have another employee as good as me. Retail is insane. I'm still working there to this day. Anyways, so much has happened in a year and a half working here, but want to tell a couple funny short stories from my experience here. So here goes. First one is a weird one. This woman comes in and they were rude from the start. They yelled down the aisle from the start about where something was. Then when they were ready to check out, they yelled at me again. I just walked up to the register to help them. I start ringing them up and one of them goes, why you still have the bowl, that bowl in your hand? I had an item I hadn't had time to shelve yet and this woman had a problem with that. So I just continued to ring her up and both women just continued to harass me about everything they could complain about and my patience is running out. Just being as rude as one could be, even making degrading comments. And at one point I even said, I'm going to walk away from this sale. At this point, one of my managers stepped in. The two women were now complaining that I was rude one, that I was the rude one. And then I just finished the transaction. Then I bagged their stuff. And of course, we were out of large bags. And now this is an issue that I cannot do anything about. They finally calmed down and were on their way out, but really pushed my buttons and got under my skin with all the yelling across the store and degrading comments about me looking and following them around and even watching them, quote unquote, those are gone, quote unquote, when I was just shelving stuff. I don't know. Sometimes you just deal with really weird, ignorant, rude people, and it feels like an eternity in the situation anyways that's about it now for party city on to somewhere else
I think I said I had two stories, but at any rate, that's where the sample ends. But I just wanted to give you guys like an example of my retail book too. That I, and honestly, I feel like <laughs> like I have it published, but maybe it's not a hundred percent done. But that's okay. It is what it is, man. Because I noticed there's a few like typos, like T H E is T H R, and I'm like, oh, I must have missed a few typos. Otherwise, it's pretty good, and it's short. It's only like twenty some pages long. Like, it's not really long. It's it's like 10 stories, maybe 11 stories, something like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's on Amazon. I, I might I might take it down and, like, redo it because it's a decent project. But Drifter Diaries is 100% edited. I know that. That one's perfect. But I guess the, re- the retail one, I, like, rushed through to get it. But you can always go in and, like, make changes on Amazon so it's not, like, the end of the world. Actually, I don't even think you have to take it down. I think you can just make your changes and, and then... You go into the, the the writing and you just change stuff and then you just save the changes. So I think that's all I really got to do if I want to work on that project, but that's cool. But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys like a, like a little thing about my, my retail book. Just something that, you know, things that I've, I've tried to publish and write and... <coughs> Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I have cotton mouth or something. Who knows? But... uh. Yeah, that's that. So just wanted to do that. So that's interesting. But at any rate, uh, I don't know. That's all I got. Just hope you guys have a good Saturday. I'm just trying to be productive on my day off and uh, get stuff done. I can't wait till Tuesday. I can't wait to reveal what information I get about how to, you know, how podcasts can get out there more with monetizing and this and this. Uh, I mean, I understand how YouTube works, but I'm just saying like. I don't exactly 100% know how the monetizing of podcasts works. And I'm really interested to talk about th- with this guy about how the fans get paid too. Because that's that's definitely an interesting thing. And I think that would lead to uh, more people coming and checking your stuff out. If they got some you know change and even some change, whatever, into their bank account. So just for listening, you know, you're already listening to because you want to listen, right? Because you're interested in something. And if you can make a little money off of that while you're listening, it's like, whoa, that's pretty amazing. So like, I can't wait to find out about that stuff. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Oh yeah, you guys have a great, wonderful rest of your weekend. And that's about it. This is Matt Bennett. Oh yeah, have a good day. Well, 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 what's up, guys? It's Matt here. (laughs) Wishing I had some killer news, but I don't have any news because nothing happened. So I'm just going to get right into it. It's just like what happened was at 3 when I was supposed to have my my, uh, Zoom call, nothing happened right at 3. Nobody started the meeting. I was in the meeting room and nothing happened. And then around 3.05 somebody emails me and they're like can we do this in like 20 minutes and I'm like sure no problem and then I get another email can we do this at 6 30 and I'm like well I have choir at 7 but I'll do a 6 30 to 7 meeting and then be like a couple minutes late for choir whatever that's fine I'm always at choir I'm perfect attendance whatever so I'm like no biggie so 6 30 comes around and nothing then nothing from the guy so I'm just like, this. so basically it ended up getting ghosted. And it's just like, hopefully I hear from him tomorrow. But it's just that once again, that hard lesson that every time you think you're moving forward, you have to realize that you got to do it by yourself because 
you can't even rely on another human. I'm not saying you should rely on another human being, but I'm just saying it's a hard lesson. I went through it again today that you cannot rely on another human being for help with a project or anything. You have to fucking do everything yourself. And it's a bitch, but that's how life works. Because I have 3.3K plays and like 90 some percent of the posts are mine. I'm not saying nobody helped me out. Some people did help me out. But like, you know, most of the posts are obviously mine. So I've learned that on all the projects I've done in my whole life, like I'm getting somewhere with this one because I'm doing it by my fucking self. <laughs> and that's really sad to fucking admit. But I, I, I don't know. I had an, an official appointment with this company. They were going to teach me stuff about how to monetize it and get it out there more. They were going to teach me all this shit. And then he said it was a crazy day in one of the emails. So, I mean, I have to maybe I have to believe him, but... All right, I'll take a hit of weed. You know, I guess I got to believe them, but <coughs> at the same time, it's just like, you know, <coughs> I, I set this up on my day off. You know, now he's going to probably want to do something when I have to work. You know, so I'm really kind of bummed out about that because I set this shit up for when I was off work to try to progress my project. And it's just like, no, like everything's no these days like just because of covid and the war and shit so everything else is no that's how it fucking feels man i'm not trying to get discouraged because you can't get your hopes up but i'm just saying like man like it's hard to do everything by yourself does not any other human understand this shit that it's real hard to do everything by yourself you know, without any help, like, it's real fucking hard, so that's my only life complaint, is that it's real hard to get a project out there all by yourself, you need other people, you need a team of people, and I thought that's what I was doing, and now I'm back to zero again, so yeah, I'm a little fed up, because this ha this is the third, third time I've been ghosted on this project, so it's like, man, like people, the temptation level is so high and you feel so good when you get that email, like somebody wants to help me and then it could be fake. It could be real. Nobody even fucking knows. Maybe these people will email me tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the day. If they email me back tomorrow, so we're so sorry. Let's reschedule. Then they're cool. If, if I don't hear anything from them tomorrow, then this was another fake thing, you know? So it's like, or if it's not fake, then they, they're choosing to not go forward with me for some fucking reason even though the guy that sent me an email said he's a big fan of my podcast so i'm like i'm not trying to diss any but i'm just confused about today so i'm making this entry it is what it is <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's like oh well like on the positive like we finally got the rest of the w2s or i'm sorry pay stubs hey i'm losing my mind uh pay stubs for the disability money so I'm getting closer to getting that money but it's just still like like then my mom was like well, when's your friend Scott gonna like come help you manage your money I'm like well he told me when I'm ready to move out but like I'm, I want to buy an RV that's my that's my form of moving out so I don't know I have to convince my parents to give this money to my friend and then he'll let me buy an RV because they're not going to let me. So it's just like, it, but my friend will take over the money eventually. But I just, I, because I, my mom was like, oh, why don't you manage your paycheck? For, I'm like, 
Will we stop with these part-time job paychecks? It's not enough money to manage in the first place, okay? It's enough money to get what you like on the daily. That's what it's enough money for. So, <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. It's just my opinion of all this. Like, I'm really tired of money. I've been through so many money things in my life, and I'm just really getting to the point where I'm just fed up with the dollar bill and capitalism and everything, like, because it's just sickening. Like, oh, if you sit there and bitch about wanting your money for, it, it could take years before I get this money. I don't even know. Even though my dad said I could be the payee, the problem with this world is one day people could say one thing and the next day they could say the other thing. That's the problem with this world. So then it makes a person like me look crazy when in fact I had an appointment with a company today and I got blown off and fucking, or not blown off, but like, ghosted you know and it's just like and and i have disability money saved up for three years so why can't i use it now to buy an rv since i have the money to buy the thing i need it's i just don't get it like that's where i'm fed up i'm just like then i don't want to then i want to be a homeless drifter and i that's what i want like because i am an extremist and i don't give a fuck so it's like if you won't let me do what i want to do and have a roof over my head a somewhat roof over my head then i'm going homeless again because this is too fucking hard yeah living inside at your parents house in your 40s is too fucking hard so because you you're still on a different page than them and that's how it fucking is so yeah it's true dude i know what's going on i'm living it i i think i have the right to have not just an opinion but a hardcore observation about and i even talked to a nurse practitioner once that said sometimes you regress as a as a person when you move back in with your parents so you start acting like you're fucking 18 again so it's like and that's happened to me since i've lived here i've acted it's bizarre so i'm just like i need to be on my own even if it's a struggle because it's a struggle living here trying to get these people to see eye to eye with how i want to live my life so it's like it's just too fucking hard like just because they say i have a bad track record so i'm fucked then for the until they die i knew i wasn't getting this money until they die i knew it i knew it i knew that's the game that was going to be played i've known this for months i hope i'm wrong but i think that's what's going to happen so because they want to see me work because they're working type people, which is fine. But like, I have other ambitions than just working at Whole Foods. I'm sorry, I do. And I have the funds to do it. And they won't let me do it. So that's a little fucking crazy. So it's just like, especially because I'd stayed here and worked the whole time, you know, and but it's like, I can't even do my taxes right now. So it's like, until this guy emails me back that I emailed from Square, because I have a scam W-2 from Square, that company Square. This is so bizarre. You can't even make this shit up. I don't even know anymore. It's so bizarre, man. It's really fucked up. Like, I really don't know what to say anymore. Like, I'm really tired of trying and all this shit. Like, yeah, it's fucking hard to try. End of That's what the baby boomers don't fucking understand. Because they already have everything. A house. Plus, I don't even want to live the way everybody else my age lives. And, and I'm suffering and trying to be forced into these jobs and these careers. I don't even want to do this with my life. And, and people, too bad. Too bad that I'm going homeless and being a radical. Too bad. Yeah. 
end of story, whatever. This is Matt Benna for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. This is a mad one, and I don't care. I'm not mad that I made a mad recording. Or it's, if, it's, if it's looked at as negative and not positive, I'm not worried about it. Anyways, have a great night. Peace. Bye.